Welcome to Monday's show. Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. Coming up in a few minutes, Kelsey Ballerini will be in. So we're going to go ahead and open up the mailbag now. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hello, Bobby Bones. My name is Georgia. I need your opinion on something my husband and I have been arguing about this week. We've been together for four years, married for two. After a few drinks the other night, I asked him if he had any secrets I don't know about that he plans on taking to the grave. I expected him to say no, but he said yes. I have one thing I'm taking to my grave. Uh... I was shocked and immediately pressed him for what it was. He said he wouldn't tell me uh, because it wasn't something about him, but a secret about someone else. I asked him if it was a friend or family member. He said he wouldn't get into it. Then he wouldn't give me any hints, and I've been mad at him ever since. Shouldn't married couples have absolutely no secrets between them? Signed, Georgia. He should have never answered yes. But he was being honest. Yeah, no, he was being honest. You got to love that. It, you should appreciate that there's part. There's such thing as a white lie because it... It doesn't help in any case to say yes. It's, nothing is benefited. It actually makes things worse. There's not a single benefit from saying yes. It doesn't help anybody. Nobody comes out ahead. You just say no. And you can't tell because then you're selling out whomever you told you wouldn't tell a secret. You promised that And person. now everybody feels worse. She feels worse. She doesn't know. He feels worse because she won't leave him alone. And now the person's like, oh, 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 I can have my secret told. Everybody loses. So just say no. She shouldn't feel worse, though. She just shouldn't. That's a bad game to play. Do you have any secrets you're going to take to your grave? Right. After a couple of drinks, too, she knew what she was doing. That's a bad game to play. <laughs> right. But she needs to respect the fact that it's not something that he can share because it's not about him. It's about someone else. And she should be like, wow, you're a good friend. Here's the thing about secrets in general and gossip. If someone comes to you telling you other people's secrets or gossiping about other people, you can't tell them anything because they will tell your secrets. Unless it's this guy, no, though. But this, but this, who knows? He's not telling a secret. You can tell him anything. If I met this guy right now, I'd be like, dude, guess what? Here's how many people I right. <laughs> killed. Yeah. But I haven't. I figured you are going to say that. If someone tells you a secret, they're telling your secrets to other people. Always remember that about people who are like, ooh, I shouldn't tell you this. But you can't tell that person anything. Because if they're sharing it with you, it's like somebody who cheats. And you get with someone who cheats. And then you're surprised when they cheat on you? What? They cheated to get you. So are you okay with someone saying your secret when even though you told them not to, you know they're going to? Are you okay with that? No, I told you this is a secret. You're not okay with that. Right. Keep it. Right. So this guy is doing that. He's keeping Oh, he has to keep the secret. Yeah. He has to keep the secret. He, you just say Bobby's no to begin with. saying he should have just never brought up that he has something he's taking <laughs> The first rule about grade. a secret, don't say you have a secret, but you can't share it. Asks. It's like telling someone you're going to have a surprise party. Oh, you got a surprise party coming. Uh, <laughs> you don't tell them. <laughs> I see what you're saying. I mean, but she's, her kind of question here is, shouldn't married couples not keep things like that from each other? If it involves but, them. Right. If it involves If it involves them. their couple and their, their their life, correct. If it involves their friend Timmy who pushed them off a bridge, someone off a bridge when he was nine, <laughs> you know what? That has nothing to do with the- That's the that's secret. That has nothing to do with the marriage. <laughs> yeah. It no. can only get Timmy in trouble. That's right. They're like- And apparently she drinks and talks, so I don't- <laughs> There's things that- well, there's so much. Like, well, yeah. I mean, my husband's career a lot of times was like a big, like we didn't talk about a lot of things, but I always respected the fact that he, friends have come to him with certain things that he literally does not tell me. And I think that that's a, I'm like, okay, good. I'm glad you're not telling me. A person that can keep someone else a secret can also keep yours. 
person that cannot won't keep yours. Remember that. And leave them alone, Georgia. I like you. You, te- you emailed in. You asked a question. I understand why maybe you'd be upset. There should be no secrets in marriage about the marriage or the people in the marriage. But, you know, if his uncle was out on a fishing boat one day. Why is it and, always? And do what? And do did what? someone die? And what happened, Buzz? Well, <laughs> Craig from down the road hit his head and fell off the boat. Oh, they haven't no. seen him since. <laughs> You'll never tell. You'll never tell. So, George, you got to give him a pass on this. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. Coming up, Kelsey Ballerini in studio. Morgan, if they want to reach out and be a part of the mailbag, what do they do? Mailbag at bobbybones.com. Go. On the Bobby Bones Show now. Kelsey Ballerini. You have a coffee in studio with you. Kelsey, good to see you, by the way. Hi, Bobby. Um, what name is on your coffee? Do you, is it your name? Will you go in and give your name? I actually didn't pick it up. Lisa Ray did. Oh. Um, so Will you do your name if you go in? Will you say yeah. Kelsey? Yeah. Will you say Kelsey Ballerini, uh, country superstar? Oh, super. Super is a big <laughs> word. Um, no, I just say Kelsey. The brown hair really throws people off lately. The brown hair is awesome, by the way. Really? Yeah, it's great. Thanks. And a lot of times, I feel like people just get the itch to change for the sake of change. And I was like, someone said, hey, did you see Kelsey's brown hair? And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> but it's great. Thanks. Yeah, what, what was the, why? Um, well, it's my natural color. I've been, just, I've been frying it off for years, and I haven't really been out there doing too much. I've been in hibernation, like, making the record. So I just figured it, it was a good time to try to get my hair healthy. I am going to go back blonde, though. I feel like I'm a blonde. Like in my, I feel in like my you spirit. can move it around, though. I think you you go back blonde, it's great, but I really enjoy Thank you. the brown hair. It was a fun change. I just look at your Instagram all day and go, that hair, that's rocking hair. <laughs> I walk down the street, look at her hair, do you like it? Hey, I was talking with uh, Jimmy Robbins. Oh, I love Jimmy. Because you wrote this song, Half of My Hometown, with him, which is my Did- favorite song in months and months and months. I, I told you this, I love Thank this song. You. And so it's playing right now. Hold on one second so everybody can hear it. And he was talking about you guys writing this song, and you're all together, and you've written it, and it was kind of written in his story as mm-hmm. possibly a duet that you had a, you needed a few glasses of wine before you reached out to Kenny Chesney. So I had Kenny's number from one exchange, like maybe four years prior to writing this song, and basically. Um, he was in New York. I was on my first headlining tour and I was playing what was then the PlayStation Theater in Times Square and it had like the scrolly billboard of who was playing. And so my face was up on it and he got my number. Um, I think I was on Peter Pan at the time. And he took a picture of it and he just said, proud of you, hometown girl. Love Kenny Chesney. And like on first record, on third single, having a text like that from my hometown hero just meant the world to me. And I wasn't sure on etiquette yet. I was like, do you save someone's number like that? <laughs> or do you like pretend it never happened and delete it, whatever? But I saved it for a rainy day. And that rainy day was the day that we wrote half of my hometown. So we wrote it in the pool at like 2 p.m., went to dinner, did vocals till like 2 a.m. And I musically booty called Kenny Chesney. When you <laughs> write the song, are you writing it? with Kenny in mind or are you writing it just writing it from your perspective and going someone else probably has a similar perspective and then you decide who would be perfect for the song I didn't write it as a duet um, oh you didn't no like no Jimmy Robbins is a dang lie <laughs> <laughs> but it was in that same day so yeah. it was like in the same conversation but after we did vocals it was kind of like you know what if Kenny sang this with me he's had the same kind of upbringing in the same area. He talks a lot about his hometown, like back where I come from. And I go back, like these are all songs about Knoxville, you know, like what if, what if, 
and the next day he signed on. So it was special. That's pretty cool. And yeah. the first time you heard it, it had to be awesome because did, what, did you guys record it the same or did he email it to you and go, this is it? And you got to freak out and listen to it. He let me be in the studio. Wow. Which was sick. Um, yeah. So my vocals are actually the vocals that I did in this like boomy white townhouse in Florida. Um, I didn't change my vocals and he let me be in the room when he was doing his. And it was so cool. It was the same one I did Hole in the Bottle with Shania. Like both of them asked me what I thought and what I wanted. And I just thought like, God, you're two of the biggest superstars in the genre. And the fact that you're asking me what I want, like at the end of the the day, they're like, this is your song. We just want to add to it. And I just, I think that makes them even cooler to me. On the Bobby Bones show now, Kelsey Ballerini. I was thinking about you because you and your husband are both public figures. Do you find now, especially because, you know, you have such success that you want to keep a lot of your private, private, because so much of you is not private anymore and less and less as you get bigger and bigger. Mm. Do you find now that you want to keep that stuff just for you? A little more. Yeah. I mean, I think that especially like now with TikTok, I I feel a little bit more comfortable sharing more of my personality and less of my life. Um, So I think it's kind of like a trade-off. Like I think I'm showing more of myself, but less of like you know, when I'm off the road and I'm just like with my really small group of real life friends, like that's a little bit more of mine now. Um, but I think it's, a, it's an even trade off. Like I'm still showing a lot and telling people everything that's going on, just not showing it as much. I think it is an even trade off and I wasn't even insinuating that you're doing less, but I have felt that now too, mm-hmm. that I have for so long just said, okay, here's my rib cage here. I'm going to open it up yeah. and you're going to get to see it all behind yeah. the organs in the organs. And the last few years have been pretty crazy for me as well. Um, Not just marriage, but, you know, I've got some cool work things happen that has elevated a bit and it's gotten a little crazier. So there are certain things now that I go, you know what? I just kind of want to keep this for Caitlin and I. Yeah. A lot of your life is a lot of people's. And that's a wonderful thing about our jobs. Like how cool that a lot of what we do is not just ours, but you're allowed to have something for yourself too. I noticed that you were here extremely early, which I love. <laughs> Just uh, It's my favorite thing. I have, honestly, I have PTSD about the time that I came in late when we were singing Burning House with Cam. I'll never forget it. I honestly, it's like one of my <laughs> biggest regrets. I lose sleep over it. Did you just tell the story or something? No, no I didn't. But I, mean, oh, I, I haven't I mean, even thought of this. My heart's racing just thinking about it. It's I one think, of my, do you remember this? Well, yeah, I think you were wearing a blue Pimp and Joy shirt oh. and your hair was in a bun. I, just, I, I, like, I couldn't. Yeah. It was a bad well, morning for I me. I have that picture because it was, you were celebrating your first number one and Cam, at, no, Burning House was just starting yes, to hit. Yes, And... You guys came in to sing. You need to remind me of what happened because I don't associate that with you. I was late. I overslept, Bobby. It was awful. Yeah, this is really good. Bobby forgot about this. I'm so glad he forgot about this. (laughs) But that must mean there are 34 positive memories that have good. Good. Yeah, you've you've done it. Let me assure you, I remember all the bad ones too. (laughs) You're performing with Dolly at the ACM, which is awesome. And who gets to do that, right? But. Do you get to rehearse with Dolly? Do you know? Yeah. Or do you just go up and Dolly just does her thing and then you show up and you do it together? No, we rehearse two times off-site before we even get to wow. to the stadium. Also, it's in a stadium this year, which is crazy. Um, it's it's cool because, you know, I did half of my hometown last year on the ACM. So I was like, I don't really know if I'm going to get to perform this year. And um, Dolly Parton and James Patterson, who was a... Uh, 
New York Times bestseller, Times a Million. Um, you know something about that, Bobby. Um, he, <laughs> he he wrote a book with Dolly, and it's like this crime novel mixed with like the music business. It's really awesome. And so she asked me to do the audiobook. So I play a character in the audiobook, and there's an uh, album that kind of accompanies the whole thing. So we're doing a song off of that. It's just going to be fun and light and happy. That's awesome. It's, it's Dolly. It's very cool. It's Dolly. And... East Tennessee, like same kind of full circle. So, um, if you could bring any one of your music idols into the studio to do a song with you, it doesn't matter what the song is, but somebody that you thought, man, it would be so cool to get to do this. Like, who would it be now? Because I feel like you've gotten to do so much. Who would it be at this point? I I think I'm done collaborating for a bit. No, no, no. Let's do fantasy collaboration. I don't. I mean, it was Shania. Okay, but it can be somebody dead. Okay, let's oh, do God. that. Frank somebody Sinatra. that you. Okay. Someone dead. Frank okay, Sinatra. I just needed an answer here, Kelsey. I, I didn't. Know, I know, but I, I do. I, I'm ready to. I'm ready to kind of go back to what I do for a bit. I guess I never think about you as a collaborator. Do you feel like you've? Done? I do. I do. Mm, that's interesting. Yeah, because oh. I didn't. My first two records, like I didn't have any collaborations, and then I did one, and I loved it so much, and it like kind what, of. What put, was that one? Uh, this feeling with the chain smokers. Okay. And then yeah, I did that's a good song. Thank you. Yeah. And then I did Center Point Road with Thomas and that wasn't a single, but that was still like, you know, an experience and then it just kind of snowballed and so yeah, I'm ready to kind of well, phase if it, out. If for it a makes you feel better, I do not associate you with with collabs. You're being very nice today, thank you. There's no I I'm I don't associate <laughs> some artists I do. I'm like, oh man, they collab on every song or they have yeah. I don't think Amy, do you think of Kelsey no. as a collab artist? Mm-mm. Yeah. Okay. Honestly, that makes yeah, me feel so better. Yeah. So don't don't get like if so if an opportunity head, comes up, take it. Yeah. 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 Um, I was walking through the mall. The um, I don't know when it was. Your picture was everywhere at some place in the mall. Airy. Is that what oh, it was? Yeah. 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 It was. It was like a big. I mean, a big thing. Yeah. So Airy is. Did you hang that yourself? That's my question. I did. did you? I did. I'm a very good hanger. Um. Airy is this this amazing brand that I'm partnering with again this year, but I started last year, and um, they do like athleisure, undies, bathing suits, whatever. And they were the first ever company to not retouch their photos, so they're just all about um, having real women in, and uh, it's a really wonderful campaign. They're awesome, and. Um, I've just loved being a part of it because I would have never done that a couple of years ago. Like I wasn't in the headspace or really like confident enough in myself to do those kind of shoots and like see a big photo of me and my like stretch marks on my hips, like in the Green Hills Mall, you know? So I, I'm proud of myself for doing it and I really love being a partner with them. Well, in your honor, I will not retouch a single photo today. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. That's what you did. Good. You just influenced that. Good. What? Okay, then let's talk about that for a second. Yeah. Like, what is what is your vision? What what would you like for a campaign like this to actually affect? Well, I just think that, like, listen, I love a filter. If you follow me, you know, like, I don't think there's anything wrong with that as long as you're acknowledging that that is altered reality, you know? And, and I think we're, we're constantly influenced by what we're seeing and who we're seeing and who we're following and... I think being able to kind of counteract that with something that isn't filtered and something that looks real and that you can look in the mirror and go, oh yeah, she has that too. Or, oh yeah, like that, that looks normal. Like that's relatable. And so I I don't, I I think both can exist and I think both are okay if it's both. 
Yeah, I think if you use a filter, there should be something on the filter, like in the corner or something, that goes, hey, this person's using a filter. filter. Yeah. I, I think agree. it's obvious. Right? Uh, not always. No, not always. Oh, really? Always. Yeah. yeah. Paris one's a little sneaky. Yeah. Yeah. That one will smooth out your skin real quick. I know. Yeah. I know. And, you know, I would say just in you doing a campaign like that or a partnership with them, like that's a place where I take my daughter shopping for- I love it. Um, like when she started wanting to buy certain things, yeah. like we go there because I know like it's cool to see that they celebrate all bodies. Yep. And um, not everybody looks the same. And so that's somewhere where I feel comfortable taking her to shop. I love that. I've really enjoyed working with them. Well, my last question about this then, because, again, you are extremely influential, especially uh, with women and young women. What would you say to young girls, heck, even young boys, um, about what you've learned about what you're trying to affect now? Mm. I just think... If, if what you're saying is body image, like I think it's a journey and I think that everyone goes through it in different levels. And I think for some people, the lows are a bit lower. Um, but I think it's ever evolving, you know, and what, what's expected of us, especially as women is ever evolving and changing. And I think just being able to like get to know yourself and your values and what's important to you is a big part of that journey. Um, but giving yourself a lot of grace is important. Was yep. the um in she has a your point book? Yeah, it's the, the kangaroo. Yeah, that's the one that. So if people, I feel that's a heavy like one. I want every young girl to yeah. read kangaroo because that is. Ex- can, well, can, I, can I read it? You could read it, too. <laughs> Bobby. Actually, I think it would be very well, helpful. I'd like for to you. read it. I'd like to but read it. It's like so. Thank you for getting vulnerable and sharing oh, that. Thank you for reading it because I think that so many girls are did buy that book and um, to see a, a collection of all types of poems and stories, but to have one that focuses on yeah. like, eating disorders and body image is, is huge. Yeah. Have you yeah. turned those or that poetry into music? Was it an, is it completely separate from the book? Some yes, some no? Some yes, some no. I wasn't writing music when I wrote the book. It was a very specific, different creative outlet that I needed. Um, and, so far for the next record, one song has been turned in like to a song from a poem, but the rest has just been separate. It was like, it was just a different journey that I was on for a minute. Um, but I'm really proud of it. Would you mind if we made songs of your poems? Please. Come oh my the God. Studio yes. and made songs about them. Uh, the, the real surface question yeah. that is dumb. And I like to ask it anyway, like what are you watching right now? Because we always struggled because there are so many shows when a friend says this show is good, it kind of points you in the direction. Inventing Anna is incredible. We finished it is last it? night. Okay, let me I ask, love let me it. ask you questions because we watched the first half of the first episode and it felt a little cheesy acted. And so we were like, ooh. Okay. And we, we, weren't, we weren't fair with it. We were not fair with the show. We were like, ooh, we don't know if we can go through. The- I think the story is just so good okay. that you get past the acting really quickly. Inventing Anna. Inventing Anna. Where she was German or Russian and she's lying and make, make yes. taking money. Yes, and extorted people. Yeah, she said she was an heiress. Yeah. But it's important a to German note heiress. that the Netflix version is has fiction weaved in. Like yeah. Shonda Rhimes wrote in some fictional parts. Though, So when you watch it, Bobby, you will end up on a rabbit hole Googling like, the yeah, real what's story true and what happened. She, yeah. She's out of jail now as well. So yes. like, I just did a deep dive on her Instagram yesterday. Mm-hmm. I was like, you're a fantastic human. Not fantastic, just fascinating. interesting. Fascinating. fascinating. Different F word. Fascinating. Like, well, Fantastic's not the right word. I take it back. Fascinating yes, is the right word. Because it is. I'm going to have some more coffee. Um, 
Did you watch Tinder Swindler? I haven't yet. Okay, I haven't either. I just started Dexter as well, which I love. From the beginning? From the beginning. It's awesome. I know. Morgan and I are super into it, but um, I can't watch it at night because I get so terrified. Because he's a murderer? Yes. Wait, yeah. you're not a, doesn't he only murder if you Bad murder? guys. Or- yes, but he's still murdering. For sure. Right. Family man, too. I love Dexter, and I watched- The new one? No, I haven't even watched the new one yet because I don't know what it's on Showtime, right? Yes, I, I started it thinking I was starting the original Dexter. Yeah, that's and it was that's confusing. Yeah, so it's now a lot. I'm like, ugh. Did you watch the ye- Yellow Jackets on Showtime? Uh uh-uh. uh. Oh, that show's crazy. Is okay. that the high school soccer team? The girls and their plane crashes and they have to figure out. Oh, I saw the preview. Yeah, you probably like that. Okay, if it's not too dark, I'll watch it. It's mm-hmm. pretty dark. It's dark. Okay, <laughs> sick. Cool. Yeah, it's pretty dark. I don't know. Life does that for me. You know what I mean? I'm like, mm, the world feels dark. I'm good. Mm. We should probably talk off the air then, Kelsey. Yeah. <laughs> the world bringing you down. Well, listen, uh, I I just love half of my hometown. Thank you. Yeah, you've you've been really kind to it. Thank you for... Showing up for it. And I'm even kind to it when no one's around. Like I sit in my house and just say nice things to it. When to no, it. That's how you know if you really care about something. You treat it's it well true. when no one's around. It's true. Um, because the song talks not just to me, but also about me and people who come from small hometowns. Yeah. I mean, you guys hit it. And I, when you're in a room and you're writing this song, are you just sitting there going, all right, let's throw out things that people from where we grow up still do? I mean, how does that writing process well, we all left. Like every writer on that song made the decision to leave their hometown to pursue a career in music in different ways. And so we all related on on that level. But then we're also close with a lot of people from our hometown still. And so the line that we had to walk with this song was like honoring people that stayed while honoring people that left and knowing that both are beautiful lives. And the music video was really kind of the extension of that. Um, just either way is right. You know what I mean? But, um, you, you kind of need both to, to understand the importance of it. Like I didn't love Knoxville till I left Knoxville. Well, I, I'm pumped to see you. I'm happy to see you too. Uh, I mean, we don't see each other as much as we probably would like. We randomly, we see each other at a restaurant and be like, what up? And then we're standing in the way of people trying to walk through. So we're like, okay, soon. And then soon never happens. But of the many things, the great and fortunate things that have happened for me in my career, I will say one of the best is that sometimes, Amy, on Instagram, I'm in Kelsey's close friend's green circle. Oh, and I, <laughs> oh God. I forget that. And then I, I'm in her close friends list, so I get to see the good stuff. You see the inside. You, you guys have no idea what's you going see, on in the house. Oh, my God. More than the that? personality. No, that's just like once I, have, once I pass two glasses of wine, it's only the green circle from then on. <laughs> and I'm like, well, let's see what Kelsey's up to tonight. Uh, you guys follow Kelsey. The final question, new music. It's been a long time. It has been a long time. Um, yes, new music, yes. I, I'm working on it right now. I'm done writing. Now I'm making it. And hopefully Is there soon. another song, though, that's going to no. come? Are you going to sit for a while? I'm going to sit for just a little while. Like, is that? Not a long while. Three months? No. Okay. I'm, you know me. I'm antsy. I got to get it done. Okay. Kelsey Ballerini. <laughs> and she said today on this show, she will never do another duet again. Oh, yeah. We heard it. Perfect. But that is the headline. Uh, Kelsey, good to see you. And good to see you. Uh, you're awesome. Thanks, right. guys. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. Every year since 1973, the students from Pennsylvania State University have hosted a dance marathon. 
to raise money to support families in their fight against childhood cancer. And that dance marathon happened last weekend. Over 700 students showed up and started dancing at 6 p.m. on Friday. Their goal was to dance until 4 p.m. on Sunday. Wow. 6 p.m. on Friday until Let's go. Crazy. They ended up raising $13.7 million. It's called Thon. Since its inception, Thon has raised over $200 million to help fight childhood cancer. Wow. That's awesome. This year was the sixth year in a row that the events raised uh, over $10 million. So the money goes to the Four Diamonds Fund, and that's it. it. Penn State Health Children's Hospital, and they dance for two days. That's wild. From 6 p.m. on Friday to 4 p.m. on Sunday. You could take a break, right? Like I assume to- if you got to pee. <laughs> yeah. Because okay? that's a Stretch, lot of dancing. I don't know if you can tag in and out, but that's, that's a lot. Once, Ray danced for 24 hours straight on the air. You danced? Uh-huh, danced. Oh, that's right, the two-step. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what we did with that. I don't know. Anything? Donated something. Maybe people called in. I'm sure. I don't remember. I mean, it was we first started the show here. Yeah, it was way early. But Ray danced for 24 hours in cowboy boots and then took his shirt off. And it was like dancing. It was a whole situation. <laughs> Uh, that's a great story. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. All right, name that one-hit wonder. Morgan, you're going to have to play this game. <laughs> this and how good, good you are <laughs> is if the caller gets a prize. Uh, on right now is Bonnie in Indiana. We'll check in with her in one second. But Morgan, could you name the artist of this song, Tub Thumping? I get no I, I have a vague memory that it's maybe like this funny la- name, like Jabba Jawaki. Jabba Jabba Jawaki. <laughs> well, it's an example, and Jabba Jawaki would be wrong. Close though. It would be Chumba Wumba. Oh, it was there. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. yeah. Uh, it was there somewhere. <laughs> uh, Bonnie, good morning. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Really good. Now you are on with Morgan, and I'm- if if she's able to get one out of five, whoa. Okay. Yes. Then you win the prize. Awesome. What's the prize? <laughs> crap from the back? All right. When Scuba throws his thumb up, I mean it's crap. He means it's crap <laughs> from behind him. It's an assortment of prizes, and we'll give you one of my treasured beanie babies. Uh, okay, Morgan, so uh, we don't want you to feel like the game is rigged against you. I have 15 clips on the wall. Okay. You get to pick a number, and we will play whatever clip you pick. Oh, my gosh. You just have to get one There's of five. One. Mm. Okay. Um, let's do lucky number 10. Okay, Ray, play number 10. Come, my lady, come, come, my lady, you're my butterfly, sugar, baby. Come, my lady, come, come, my lady, you're my butterfly, sugar, baby. Now you're singing along to it, so you've heard it before. I've heard it, but here's the problem. Like, I know these songs. Couldn't tell you the artist, though. Not even, like, in the realm of possibility. Do I get the title name? No, of this I don't song? think so. It's gonna be too easy. Cause then you got Jabberwocky from just the title last time. <laughs> oh, sugar baby, sugar baby. Ah, uh, TLC. That's Incorrect. Not that song is called Butterfly, and the artist is Crazy Town. Oh. All right, ten is off the board, Morgan. Man, okay. All right. Pick a number. I don't feel strong. Two. Number two. Here you go. Ah, I know it. I know this one. Right head Fred. Correct. Yeah. Oh. Yes. She got in too. Wow. I Up only think bones. I know this because it's coming back on TikTok. I think that's the only reason I know wow. it. Wow. Good for you. Well, let's Dang. see how well you would have done with the other ones. Okay. Pick another number. Uh, Seven. All right. Number seven. Oh, I swear. I swear. 
know the song, but this would have been a song that I would think the Beach Boys sang. So, Amy, any guesses? Hall and Oates. Eddie? No, the Pretenders. Lunchbox? I thought that was Wham. It's Dexy's Midnight Runners. Oh, wow. Oh, we're close. Yeah. All right, Morgan, take another number. <laughs> Dang. Okay. Um, 13. I'll stop the world and melt with you. You see the difference and it's getting better all the time. Nothing. I don't even think I've heard this song. Mm-hmm. Have you ever heard this? I've heard this too. Mel, with you. You know who that is? I don't, Depeche Mode? I don't know. That's a good guess. Kind of has that vibe. It's a modern English. Oh. So there's one left, and I actually want to make this interesting here. Hey, Bonnie. Hey, yeah. So you've won some crap from the back. Pri- random hey. prizes. No, well, but we can make it a little better here. Okay. I'll put 100 bucks up oh, to go with the crap for the back, but it all goes on one. Morgan guesses the number, Oh. and if she gets it right... You win $100 and the crap from the back. If she misses it, you win nothing. Is that something you'd like to do, Bonnie? Yeah, let's do it. You can do it more. What? What? You just hurt me so bad. The crap from the back isn't that crappy. She knows that, right? Uh, And I'll just have to... Do you have have Venmo, Bonnie? (laughs) I'll just Venmo you. (laughs) I do. Okay. Okay. That's how you'll get your prize if you win. I'll just Venmo her from my account. Okay. Morgan. This is not good. If you get this one, you will get her 100 bucks and some prizes. Okay. What number would you like? There's one you'll for sure know. Oh. Yeah, but that's out of like 10. Yeah, come on. You can do it. There's one you for sure know. Some of these are pretty tough. Mm. Eight. Okay. I don't think I've heard the song. Wow. Ever? Ever? Not even like, isn't it in a movie or something? Yeah, but oh, from the nineties. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't even have any recollection of this song. Mm-hmm. Like maybe REM, but I know that's everybody hurts. So, and I'm pretty sure that was their one hit wonder. No, no, REM's not a one hit wonder. They have multiple. <laughs> uh, they got lots of hits. Oh, you guys. Morgan's bad when she says that. <laughs> R.E.M. has many hits. I'm very offended. Go ahead. I'm pretty sure that's the only one I know, yeah, so go. that's why I say it. Um, oh, gosh. Sweet Symphony. Bonnie, I am so sorry. Oh, man. Morgan, um, I need something. Time marches on. Mm. What? Incorrect. Do you answer? Do you know it? No. Oh, you don't? Well, I mean, I have two people in my head. Who? Coldplay. And? You think Coldplay's a one-hit wonder? Not a one-hit no. wonder, Amy. Oh, yeah, these are one-hit wonders. <laughs> it's the whole game, yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, so well, she threw me with the R.E.M. I'm like, oh, yeah, maybe it is R.E.M. And they have, okay, so never mind. I have no idea. Eddie? The Verve. The Verve, yeah. Is that it? What? The wow. Not the Verve pipe. Yeah, no, different. very different. Oh. Well, Bonnie. Dang. You know, sometimes in life, was, we should. I was trying to send it to Morgan. I was trying to, like, telepathically send it to yeah. her. <laughs> I did not get it in any way, Bonnie. <laughs> Sometimes that works, though. That's all right. Bonnie, I'm sorry you didn't. You did win, but then you got a little greedy. The verb. I did. I did. That's all right, though. All right, Bonnie. Thank you for playing. We appreciate you listening. Of course. Thank you, guys. All right. Bye-bye. Ray, play Morgan number one. See if she can name this one.
Any- I know that song. Anything? Lou Bega? No. no. Nope. Okay, here's the one I thought you would get if, if you were to have hit it. Okay. Play number 12. And it's all right. Yeah, I'll be fine. Don't worry about this. Yes. Shadaisy. No, what? the Shame. records. Oh, it was the right records. there. Yeah. <laughs> so I wouldn't have even gotten that one. I got that one either. All right. Well, we have no winner. And oh. ooh, I was worried I'd have to send more of my money. <laughs> Good day for you. She, just, she beat the game so quickly, I had to ante up a little bit. Nice job. You won. It was a solid and effort. And she lost it for you. All right. Eddie said his mind was blown because he saw someone at Chuck E. Cheese. So we have 20 questions, all yes or no questions. Amy, ready? Ready. Eddie, is it a, a celebrity? Uh, absolutely. Yes. Okay. Amy, go. Uh, I'm assuming they're with kids. Yeah. Okay. Uh, is it a man? Yeah. Okay. It's a, it's a man celebrity with kids. Wife with him? Oh, good question. Yes. So he's married. Okay. A male celebrity with kids who's married. Is he over 40? Uh, I'm going to say yes. Okay. Over 40. Amy? Does he wear a cowboy hat? Yeah. I was going to ask, is he a country music singer? Yeah. Okay. One, two, three, four, Okay, so five, he's a country music singer. Over 40. Six, With seven, the cowboy over hat. Yeah. Over 40. Is the first letter of his name A through G? <laughs> a, B, C, D, E, F, G. No. Okay, good. So you know it's the backs. Backs, I go. Okay. Has he been married before? Hmm. Don't don't pay attention to his mm, married before what? Before this he's been wife. Mar- is has he been married? Is that the question? Well, I already asked you if you had a wife and yes. you said yes. Okay. So he's been married uh-huh. multiple times. Okay. CFG. Is this first letter H I J K L? Of his first name? Yeah, first name. <laughs> yes. Okay. Okay. Does he have it's got to be Aldine. Right? Like, would you think he, you're shocked to see him because you would think he would have his own Chuck E. Cheese at his house? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. <laughs> that's, that's good, Amy. Yeah, that's real good. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay, okay. 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 Um, mm-hmm. I've heard about his house. So yeah, 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 yeah. You guys want to guess? Keep going. <laughs> I think it's originally who I thought, which yeah. is crazy. Yeah, that's a great job. Because I would so read. Does he have so many <laughs> songs that we know every word to? I don't know if we it's know his vibe, all like, the words to him. Does he have chains on his uh, wallet? Yeah. Oh, wallet chain. That's great. Yes. Da- yeah. What yes. about a bandana coming out of the pocket? Yes. Okay. Okay. Yes. <laughs> all right. Well, a lot of yeses there. I think, we know, I think we know who it is. It's Dolly Parton. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's Aldine. It's Aldine. Dude. That's fun. And Aldine's a nice guy. He probably would have said hi to you if you don't want no, to. No, we talked. Oh, you, oh, yeah. We totally talked. Yeah, and, 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 I mean, he was just there at Whack-A-Mole. Like, this is, and I stared at him for, like, two minutes. I cannot believe Jason Aldine is here playing Whack-A-Mole at Chuck E. G's. And he looks like a normal dude when he's not earring wallet chained up. Bones. And Here's hat. the thing. It looks like he just came from a show. Mm-hmm. He was oh. dressed like Jason Aldean. He was? The chain was out. The earrings were on. He didn't have the cowboy hat, but that was it. Everything else was Aldean. The affliction shirt, all of it. But, wow. Because I've spent time with Jason, normal circumstances-ish, and he's just a dude in a t-shirt. Yeah. And a, like, and a ball cap. Dude, the yeah. cowboy hat, the cowboy boots were on, everything. I'm like, well, I mean, that's him. There's no, no doubt about it. 
I wonder if he came from something then. I don't know. What he told What'd me. What did you guys talk about? Oh, we just like, hey, dad life. Well, look at us here. You know, we just did that. And then you he said. You guys are so similar. Yeah, dad life. <laughs> and then he said, yeah, man, you know, I do this like when, when I'm trying to get my kids to do something, the reward is I'll take you to Chuck E. Cheese. And so here we are. Paying off, paying off the reward. I'm like, that's that's cool. Surprised they didn't buy the Chuck E. Cheese. I right. know. Crazy. He's like, man. if you're extra good, I'll build you one. Nah, good for you. You saw Jason Alina at Chuck E. I Cheese. I mean, and it's that. like, what world Imagine are we living in? You're a tourist and you're like, hey, we should get some pizza at Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> you see Jay- You go back home going, guys in Nashville, the suit, the stars are at Chuck E. Cheese. They're yeah. everywhere. Yeah, unbelievable. Any other tidbits from this bit, this, this segment? No, that's just it. I mean, I was just shocked. I wanted to share that with you guys. Thank you. Good job, Amy. Thanks. You nailed that. I yeah. thought the pyro question was a little odd. No. That could have been anyone, <laughs> but yes. He loves pyro. He does love pyro. <laughs> if someone says, hey, I'm coming over, do you quickly run and clean your house? Uh, yeah, I mean, a tidy. Tidy up. Straighten. Yeah. It doesn't... Yeah. Do you? Yes, I'm straighten, but Caitlin's clean. Like, I go to the... We have a little bar area or the kitchen and just grab stuff that's on the top. I don't look really below the hips. Oh, okay. I'm usually only hips and, hips and nipples up cleaning. Yeah, tabletops. Mm. Yeah, and she's kind of hips and nipples down cleaning. She's like, well, you have to make sure there's nothing on the floor, Ugh. the dog hair. And I'm yeah, like, no one looks down that low. They come over and they do eye level, then they forget. And then also when people come over, I guess unless there's a dead body on the floor, they're not like, ooh. No one cares. Because everyone's house is a little messy. Right. Yeah. But we, yeah. We shouldn't care as much sometimes as we do, but... Yes. I have. What's the worst that could happen? I know. Come up, what are they doing? Take a picture of it? <laughs> uh, I follow Dr. Becky Good inside. She's like a mom uh, therapist on Instagram. And she put up this mantra the other day. She was like, um, something like, if my house isn't clean, it doesn't mean I am not clean. <laughs> like, it's a mantra for you to tell yourself. Like, if your house is messy, it doesn't mean you are messy. Like, if your house is a mess, you're not a mess. And so you can tell yourself that. Because a lot of times, if things around the house are messy, especially for moms, they feel messy. And they have to straighten it right away. Or they don't feel like they're doing what they're supposed to be doing. So it's like permission to be a mess. All right. Well, that's, <laughs> well, that's nice. Never really put that much into it. I didn't think my whole life was crumbling because I you know, you left, clothes left on a the floor. soda on the, on the table. The Here's Amy's pile of stories. Okay, so curbside pickup at any store, but especially We did it at Best Buy the Target. other day. Yeah. We went in, we ordered our humidifier, and the guy knew what stall we were in. We entered it, walked up, opened it, shut it, never even walked to the car. It was so curbside and so don't even touch or get close to the person that I had to go, hey man, come back to tip him five bucks. But it's, it is a great thing. We do groceries that way, too, sometimes. That's pretty cool. There's, yeah. a, there's a Whole Foods that has a terrible parking garage. And so we would actually go in, but it's hard to park in the garage. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. So we just pull up and they bring it out. It's wild. Why? What is your story? Well, it's defined as a shopper's dream, curbside pickup. But Target is making it even better because starting this fall, they're going to add the option at some Target locations for you to add a Starbucks order with your pickup because most Targets have a Starbucks inside. And when you schedule your, you know, your pickup, you just say, oh, yeah, grande latte, da, 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 and they'll bring that out to you as well. That's got to be so annoying for the Target worker. <laughs> Because one, they got to go make a stop inside at the Starbucks. Mm-hmm. And then two, if they mess up their order, you know who's going to feel the brunt of that? Yeah, the little worker. The target worker who <laughs> carried the rocking chair out to your car. The teenager. Yeah. Okay, well, hopefully people won't order something super complicated. Oh, good. You know they are. <laughs> 
but I just feel like that's going to be awesome. Yeah, it, it will be so good. many, like I, all humans are probably going to be pumped about this, but especially moms. <laughs> um, a couple that was like not able to get pregnant for like 10 years and they've been trying and trying. This is all they've ever wanted. Well, one day, Nikki, the woman, she started to get some pains in her side. So she went to the hospital and they're like, um, you're 34 weeks pregnant and we need to perform a C-section. She had no idea. She had no idea she was pregnant. So they said, uh, to quote the dad, he said, we found out we were pregnant and we had the child, the whole thing, within eight hours. I mean, that would be the dream if you ask me. <laughs> yeah, no but surprise. you have no way to prepare. Okay, but I prepare. I would rather prepare quickly and efficiently than have to for months and months of getting things ready, answering questions, people wanting to touch it. You know, I would rather just know and it happened. But was she bigger? Do you see a picture? I don't have I don't have a picture, but it's crazy because they have I mean, we hear about these stories all the time though. Like my friend that it happened to, apparently she her uterus was set far back. So the baby grew, and she didn't really expand outward. Did she feel like her butt was getting pregnant then? (laughs) Did her butt get bigger? I don't know. I think it's called like a deep-set uterus or something. But yeah, I don't know that she could tell because of her weight. But like they had tried in vitro for years and all these things. So to just be given this surprise at the hospital, obviously, they were were pumped. I'm sure for some people, they may not be as pumped, but they were. So speaking of kids, uh, Keith Urban's daughter, Faith, is already following in his footsteps. Keith said that... He can tell that she has a total ear for melody and stuff because she'll hear something and she'll go to the piano and she'll figure it out by singing it and matching notes to it and everything. So you might have a future Keith Urban down the line. People that can play music just by hearing it. Amazing. I know. And it's a a gift from God and I'm so jealous because I can hear it, learn it, practice it, still not play it. Yeah. do the opposite and still nothing. <laughs> no gift there. It's, it's like they took something away from me. I'm in the negative in that department. Is that it? At, well, their other daughter, she's not going to go the music route, but she might follow Nicole's footsteps and do movies and directing and stuff. So. They found out she can watch a whole movie and recite it back to me. Like, <laughs> the whole thing, all the parts. Yeah. So, and do all the voices. Talented kids. I'm Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. Oh. It's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something good. So a first grade teacher at Cedar Hill Elementary in Alabama, her name is Tracy Hodges. She was doing a small group lesson with some of her students and she started to feel off. Well, then she became unconscious and unresponsive. She was having a seizure. Well, her five and six year old class, like all of them, they ran to get help and help save her. She said she was in the right place at the right time because if she had been home alone when that happened, or if she'd have been at home, she would have been alone. And uh, the city honored all the kids. They call them Hodges Heroes. And the police department came out, sheriffs, fire department, family members, classmates, and they were given like a special ceremony for helping save her life. I wish there was a camera inside the classroom to watch those five and six-year-olds debate on what to do. Yeah, yeah that's that would be hilarious. Yeah, because she lived, you could have fun. <laughs> and you know there's a leader. Like, yeah. all of them get hailed we as a hero, but there was a leader. Yeah, that would be fun to watch. That'd for <laughs> sure go viral. Anyone know CPR? And, like, there's like eight of them jumping on her chest, what? one jumping on her leg. <laughs> what CPR? <laughs> <laughs> uh, good story. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good.